mate. Yeah, they didn't even leave mine until half past six this morning. It's pretty rude, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty rude. I was, I was pretty nag. I was ready for bed. Belly was actually saying, "Someone take me home." Um, yeah, he was, he was out to it. That is, that is rough. Um, I limed home from town at three thirty this morning. Twelve dollar lime. Uh, Travelled was just over twenty five kilometres at three thirty this morning, and um, yeah, made it home to my bed about four thirty. So what? Uh, how long did that take you? Um, I think it was. It wasn't that bad actually. It was. I think it was about forty minutes. It's not town, too bad. So. Better than a taxi. Better than a taxi. Cheaper than a taxi. Cheaper than an Uber. And then I see all the uh, and locals enjoying. Yeah. Having a uh, lime scooter in, in the neighbourhood. Oh, it was a shocking sun actually, and hadn't managed to get anything for Mother's Day for Leanne yet, and she woke up with a lime scooter on her path. <laughs> And uh, she's never been on one before, and she really wanted to. So that, she was more than happy with the, the lime scooter for Mother's Day. That's probably still in Templeton because it's too far out of society for anyone to come and pick it up. What about uh, the old man? Did he ever go? Yeah, he did, actually. Yeah, he said it would be rude not to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, uh, he also enjoyed it. And then the neighbours came over as well. The neighbours got amongst it too. So, Bloody good. Bloody yeah. good stuff. Uh, that's right. I'm coming off the back of ladies' night last night, and uh, we're dusty. We are dusty. It was a... It was a good one. Um, cheap drinks. Everyone was on. Everyone was having a wonderful time. Yep. Um, Very good scenes in the club rooms. Great scenes in the club rooms. Uh, lights dim. Uh, runway lights on. And uh, the fellas who got auctioned off did not disappoint. They did not. There was a lot of nerves going into it. No one was un- no one was too sure what to expect. And uh, now the fellas did a great job. They uh, as soon as they walked through those curtains, they something switched in their minds, eh? And they they were into it. I'd like to see that. When they run on the field, oh, they, just, they really switch there. And it takes <laughs> takes a while for them to switch on the field, but um, now a great cause, breast cancer. Um, we raised, I think it was around close to three grand. It was very close to three grand, which is pretty pretty good effort, wasn't it? That's great. It's a great cause, and yeah, no, it's it's good stuff. The uh, a few notable mentions on the auction, uh, Johnny Page, three hundred dollars. We um we're actually standing out the back. This was prior to any of the auctions, even starting. We hadn't even introduced ourselves as the third half. And some woman just poked your head through into backstage area and goes, "We're gonna put money on five. You hold five for us." And yeah, that was interesting, wasn't it? They didn't even end up getting them. No, they didn't. I think the greatest part was that um, Johnny's mum didn't want him to go unbought, so she gave three hundred dollars to the club to make sure John got bored. That's incredible. That is. So his mum bought him that she wasn't even there. But she's just looking out for her son. Yeah, that's a real mother's thing to do there. Absolutely. And Hopefully uh, she got a good Mother's Day present. Probably not. <laughs> Knowing John, uh, leaving mine at 6.30 this morning, heading home, I guarantee she got woken up early um, them stumbling up the stairs. Oh, heck. Um, yeah, so Scotty Thomas kicked off the night with a very good Freddie Mercury yeah. Um, impersonation. Once we got through the technical difficulties, we yeah. really don't know what was happening there. The um the old amp to the speakers just kept cutting out on me, so mm. not sure what was going on there. But yeah, Scotty sold for a, a humble sixty dollars. Yeah, um, tough, tough going first though. Oh, absolutely. But he he pulled it off, didn't he? Yeah, came out there and the singlet ripped the singlet off. Yep, strutted his stuff. Yeah, no, it was good actually. It was very good. Um, we'll just talk about Scotty's uh, pickup line that he used uh, in the the program. For the mm. evening and uh it came out as best pickup line my couch pulls out but i don't that's uh marginal that is marginal that is marginal um 
But yeah, that's that's probably why it was a humble sixty dollars. I think a lot of the ladies in here probably thought, don't need another one. No, I've already got myself a couple of nippers. Well, I'll leave it at that. Sixty dollars. Who actually bought them? Um, this is still Hoover bought them. Great price. Isn't that sixty dollars? Producer Jordan, you were the one handing out the envelopes to the. I was just cashing checks, mate. I can't actually remember much of last time. So You're breaking necks as well. <laughs> cashing <laughs> checks and uh, breaking necks. No, that's one brother. Um. Then obviously up next we had Brody coming out with a bit of his the farmer look. He had the uh, yeah, it was good. The uh, oilskin jacket on and yeah. the hat, the hat and the the boots, the cowboy yeah. boots. Absolutely. Kind of a bit of uh, Luke Bryan. Yeah, that no, was outstanding stuff. Very pleased those country ladies. Yeah. Uh, kind of pleased with. He uh, he up Scotty a wee bit. He did ten dollars, seventy dollars. He went for seventy dollars. So. so that's right. Tough gig first, and obviously the ladies are a bit. Uh, hesitant early on, you know. They just want to see what see yep. what's happening. Absolutely, and then Tim Sim. Tim Sim, looking classy. Very classy. Uh, I think he. I think a few of the fellas were a bit disappointed that they hadn't dressed up a bit more because Tim Sim came out looking hot. He did. He came out to uh, Careless Whisper yep. in a tuxedo. Yeah. Um, looking very nice. Um, big probably the move of the night was the roly poly down the. He did. He just. He looked like he was falling, yeah. and real, uh, how he described it, Willy Wonka-like. Yes, could not uh, agree more. Walking out and then just almost collapsing and just rolling out and back onto yeah. his feet like nothing had happened. I actually missed it. I saw him hit the floor and I thought he was hitting a worm, and I was like, that's so not right to do in a tuxedo. Like, what are you doing? But he actually went for the forward roll, and I'm okay with that. Um, an absolute steal for Josh Fivash, who very bought good, him. Very good steal, $75. And as uh, producer Jordan would say, that's hot. That is hot. <laughs> Good. Uh, moving on to Tony Martin. Tony Martin. Devon coach. He came out and he just, he was 100% from the get-go, strutting the stuff. Yep. Uh, he came out. Blazer off. Over the shoulder. Flick it over the shoulder. Look back. Yep. Way you went and. Um, what music, what song did he come out to? Fat Bottom Girls are Queen. That's right. Oh. Um, Absolute churn and couldn't be more well suited. That's good. Uh, hundred dollars for Tony. Hundred dollars. So we started now. We the we started revving up a wee bit. Yeah. yeah. The girls are getting excited. They're having a few more wines. We, in between, had sold a couple of boxes of Oyster Bay Sav, which is a terrible drop. Terrible, terrible no, drop. I got about a hundred, hundred and ten dollars for a box of six, which that's is being, daylight robbery, really. Being a student, that's the type of wine I go and go and buy from the supermarket when I can't afford anything else and. To have a good night, you just got to down it, you know. And yeah. yeah, there's people bloody spending three figures on it. Yeah, I got 175 for one box. Oh, 175. Oh. On the um, actually, just while we're talking about wines and shitty wines like Oyster Bay, uh, one of the Div Two boys, Dan Francis, who's played probably he played 50 games with the ones, wasn't he? Yeah. Or just shy anyway. He's played a few there. He's a good handy footballer. And the flat, he left school and lived in with his mates. Um. Sam Dixon, New Zealand Sevens player, lived with nice, them there. Nice, And where they fir- had their first ever red card as a flat is actually Donnell Dudley's flat now. Wow. Who's one of the young boys in the Div 2s. Keeping them assistant. Yeah, more St. Thomas's boys. Nice. So, ten ye- this is 10 years ago they were living there and uh, Dan Francis rounded up all his mates that lived there and they actually went back to the flat and held their red card again like they did for the first time at the same house. That's brilliant. With Donnell. So it was three tens, a bottle of wine, under $10, over 10%, under 10 minutes. Oh, 
Cool. And like that doesn't seem like a massive ask, but he said that's you know that's just the start of the night. You know you're drinking throughout, so you got to yeah. Um, so Donnell got there late. He had work. Got back there about nine thirty, and the boys are into it. I think um, Dan said he did it in about six minutes or something. Yep, good. That was such a good effort. And Donnell walked in with his bottle of wine and did the song like twenty two seconds. Holy heck! One go. And he said to me he was surprised he didn't spew. Shit. I was like, I am as well. Mate, that is a hell of an effort. That's, um, that's incredible. One of the boys, uh, Barry, he held off for 420. Mm. He had a sip left in it, and he just waited for 420 to finish it. Right. It was uh, a classic St. Thomas's move, that one. Oh, uh, um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, those bottles of wine, they went like hotcakes. And overpriced hotcakes, mate. <laughs> but, hey, for a good cause. Exactly, for absolutely. a good cause. The girls were thirsty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a tsunami warning. It was a tsunami warning at one point there. Uh, yeah, they were thirsty. Who do we have after Tony? Uh, Johnny Page. Johnny Page. The luscious locks. Luscious locks. Walked down just a white shirt and the jeans. Yeah. Wasn't didn't have a lot going on. Yeah. And then next thing, jugs of water's been poured jugs. on him. Yeah. Just right down his front. Right down the front, and he just took it. He, he loved it. Absolutely. Um, and then he went for 300. Yeah, there was a real crowd please at that one. The, oh. the woman, were, oh, they, they were into Johnny Page. Yeah, so that was that was good. He came out to, I'm coming out. Yeah. Uh, Diana Ross? Yes, I believe so. Diana Ross? Diana Ross. Is one Diana guy. Ross. Diana, Diana Ross. Ross, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a marginal song choice early in the week. He wanted it on the rock by Machine yeah. Clan. Um, <laughs> if you haven't heard that song. Don't. Yeah, don't. You're not missing much. If you are gonna listen to that song, make Feel sure right. uh, make sure your grandparents and your kids aren't around because that's uh, it's marginal. It's naughty. It's <laughs> very naughty. Um, Three hundred bucks. Next out was Dotty. Dotty Perth. This guy's oh, a champion. Absolute, absolute champion. champion. He um he was probably first off out the back, first person out the back cut off. You know yeah. he was he was ready. There was no mucking around, no nerves there. He walked down his gold robe. Yeah. Think Hugh Hefner, yep. gold robe. And got to the end of the runway and took his undies off from underneath the robe. Yeah. Threw them into the crowd. To your wife, might I add. Yeah, mate, she probably doesn't remember. <laughs> and um, then he he was just giving the girls a tease, just leaning yeah. out, showing a bit of leg. Nice. Um, and eventually going for 200. Yeah, that's well done. Well done from Dottie. Uh, what did he come out to? Uh, Sex Bomb Sex Bomb Tom Jones Thanks mate Absolute So good that, uh, The intro to that song Is just so good Yeah It's, oh, it's very good um, After Donnie we had Oh Belly. Belly Belly came out Belly came out With uh, Save a horse Ride a cowboy Had his cowboy hat on His oil skin Vest Vest And the uh, Obviously no top underneath Yes And the red bands Yep What I loved about Um Bally's performance is he, he went into a snake at one point. Yes, he did, actually. But actually just collapsed yeah. onto the floor <laughs> and then stood up and walked away. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what happened there. But um, he went for a nice little 175. Yeah. Uh, best thing about that is he actually went to beat his girlfriend. James beat his girlfriend. Oh, that's good. Bought uh, Bally. So, well done. He knew he was sort of uh, good try. He knew he was sort of safe there, um, but that was quite good. A bit of a bidding war on him mm. there for a bit. It was. 
Um, it was good to see. There's some great bidding wars actually throughout yeah. the night. There's across the road as well. Hold on, Billy. He's looking quite shiny last night. What was the story behind that? What was that, mate? He was quite shiny last night too. What was the story behind that? Yeah, so Dottie had asked, can someone bring some baby oil? Shine the boys up. And I clean forgot. We had come back from Diamond Harbour, so had a few beers and I was just ready to go. Um, I clean forgot about the baby oil. So we're there. I thought, oh no, what do we got? What do we got? So Jeremy actually found some cooking oil. And we uh, shined the boys up with a bit of cooking oil. Um, and yeah, they it, it, almost better than baby oil. Um, I'd hate to see what Nick had done today. Wouldn't oh, be nice. Yeah. Would not be nice at all. Uh, then coming up to the... Oh, sorry about the technical difficulties here. We're just repositioning our mic. There we go. Um, Gus. Yeah, the anchor. The anchor. Um, he's been an anchor many times in his life. It's usually at the end of the boat race, not at the end of the uh, auction, but... Mate, he come out, yeah, and he just got the crowd really going. He had, he had the clap, he yeah. had the walk, um, lots of enthusiasm, lots of enthusiasm. He's confident, yeah. Whipped the shirt off at the end. The party shirt, the party shirt was the on. Party shirt, tight party shirt. Yeah, it was good. A lot of arm, a lot of arm. He whipped that off, and um, you went for two seventy to a group of thirsty ladies down the front, yeah. and um, he was, yeah, I think he was a wee bit, uh, almost scared. Yeah, head over there. Didn't know what. The ladies had lined up for him. No, so all. obviously the bachelors went to their table with a bottle of bubbles and some cupcakes. Um, Gus said that bottle of wine lasted about two seconds, Jesus. and they gave him some cash, and he was walking back with three more bottles of wine ready to go again. Well done. Um, but yeah, so he was in for about I think a good night ahead by all really. Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, the, the auction from the fellas raised one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars from eight fellas. So. That's good stuff. Yeah, it's great stuff. And um, that uh, that wrap-up of the Ladies' Night uh, auction was actually brought to you by The Seven Bachelors. The Seven Bachelors, yes, Seven indeed. Bachelors, um, they have sponsored this week's episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, by, they actually outbid the third half yeah. in, a, in a long white tent and three boxes of long whites. And they've actually gifted the tent to the third half. Have they actually? They've actually gifted oh. the tent to the third half. So, wow. Uh, really appreciate that, guys. And, uh, you know, Scott Thomas gave me that news last night. So, hopefully, he remembers today because that tent is ours. Well, you know, he, he's listening. So, That's that right. tent is ours. So, yeah, thank you to the, the seven bachelors. Yeah, so along with the, uh, the fellas getting auctioned off and all the other items, uh, the club raised three grand for the Breast Cancer Foundation last yeah. night. So, Bloody good effort by Absolutely everyone. Outstanding. Um, yeah, it was great, great effort. And um, yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of money over the bar as well. Yeah, it was a big one, wasn't it? I know, I put some over it. Yeah, I think I spent the rest of my week's bloody student loan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got to wait till Wednesday for next payday. But uh, I think um, there was a stage there where the cruisers were just flowing. Yeah. And I think in the time it took someone to walk to the bar and back. They were gone, the yeah. Gone. It was, uh, yeah, it was just getting madness out yeah, there. Yeah, I, I actually had to get myself out of the situation because, uh, yeah, the funds weren't allowing me and I didn't want to be that loser that couldn't afford the next round. So <laughs> I uh, removed myself from that situation. Right, fair enough. I, uh, yeah, I actually had to leave a wee bit early as well and just get the missus home. Yeah. Um, did she have a big one? Yeah, she did. She yeah. did, actually. Well, ladies not good on it. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's all about. How's, uh, how's she spending her Mother's Day today? Uh, sleep on the couch. Well done. Yeah, that is very good. 
Um, just speaking of the ladies, uh, under-16 Royals oh. down there on the number two yesterday. Yeah, so they, they kicked off in a, an early 9.45. Very early. Uh, I think what happened there is Canterbury Rugby thought we had a the oval and a field two. Yeah. Not realising we had field one. Exactly. So they thought they had to squeeze the girls' game uh, in early. Uh, I got down there probably halfway through the first half and was sort of watching and, mate, I think I was on the phone to my mum for about four minutes of that half yeah. and I watched them run in three tries. It was unreal. Uh, 44 nil at half time. Yeah. And they won. Without their uh, best players on the field either. Yeah. Which yeah. shows that it's just a team of champions, really. It yeah, is. 44 it really nil is. Uh, an 84 nil win. Um, That's outstanding. And yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a hell, hell of a game. And poor old Kai Point, they didn't even give me a ball. No. Every time they had the ball, they got turned over. They got turned over. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was no. pretty unreal. Yeah, it was good from the girls. Um, no, good to see them getting regular games as well. You know, it's not yep. these one-off games every few weeks. Like they're actually getting code every yep. week, which is awesome. And we, we as a club, probably need to do something to keep these girls in the game because absolutely, I think there's about six of them that are too old next year and move up. Yeah, and we probably want to be you know trying to do something to keep the girls because after under 16s it's senior women's, but don't have a single yeah exactly team, so. like, um, and there's still like the school comp's still developing eh? like there's still yeah. not a lot of sort of school girls teams playing yeah. around the place either so exactly just really need to put in that sort of next that gap whether it's under 21s or if it's under mm. 18 probably under 18s would work wouldn't it if you go under 18 have an under 18 girls comp yeah exactly so there's a bit of work to do there but I mean the game is moving along quickly and it's it's good to see yeah good to see there being plenty of rugby had by all um Absolutely. Um, before we move on to the rest of the results, uh, Tim Hastings, should we talk about his exclusion uh, this afternoon? Yeah, actually, you might have noticed there was no Tim here today. Should have brought that up earlier, yeah, but oh well. it wasn't that big of a deal. So. Loser. <laughs> um, where is Tim? I actually don't know. Did he have a big one last night? Um, he did. He actually messaged me this morning. Oh, so he's alive? Yeah, oh, and okay. uh, hang on, I'll just pull up his message. What time was it? It was at 8.45, <laughs> he said, I pissed the bed. Oh. Um, so, big night. Big night. Big uh, night. Um, I'm assuming he went all the way back. Was Sophie drinking? Does anyone know? I, uh, I think I said about four words. Apparently Charlotte's purchased a turkey off her. A turkey? Yeah. She's Jesus. a turkey farmer, so nice. uh, that'll be interesting. But uh, either she's driven home or they've just stayed at... Uh, Was and Julie's up in up Blake's Road, his parents. Either way, he's pissed someone's bed. Nice. So, um, yeah, happy Mother's Day. Happy <laughs> 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 stayed at home. Um, Changed uh, my sheets like you did when, uh, when I used to live here, probably. But, um, rough. No, we did actually um, catch up with Libby. We did, yeah. Um, yeah, let's roll that tape. Yeah. We have Prebleton under-16 Royals halfback here, Courtney Sim. Um, what are your thoughts on the game, Courtney? Um, it was very good. Very, We worked well as a team. I think we all did very well. We all stayed positive. It was a good game. Yeah. Uh, highlight of the game? Um, probably for myself, probably when the, we had a line-out and someone tipped it back to me and I went diving on my knees, caught it, passed it. Yeah. But team, I think the whole game was a highlight. You know, It was a good game. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Take it off. <laughs>
Thanks for that, Libby. Uh, try and get you more throughout the season. It's good to see you guys going so well. Yeah, exactly. I was probably making mention of the, the double thanks, mate, to the ticket off horn. That was a great transition from the girls. So yeah, thank, thanks to Libby and Courtney for that one. Yeah, it was a great real uh, twist on our usual thanks, yeah, mate. Double thanks, mate, ticket off horn. Uh. Great to hear us uh, going viral amongst not only the men, but the women also. That's Very right. good. Very good. Don't know if you'd call it viral, but um, yeah, I guess so. Amongst the club. Amongst That's the right. club. Um, yeah. Results? Yeah, well, since we've missed a week, we've actually got a few games from the weekend before to touch on. Sure, I can't even remember <laughs> what I did last night, let alone <laughs> the weekend before. Uh, the twos played on a Thursday night. We had Kerwee. You did, yes. Um, yeah, we knew it was going to be a tough game. and I think, Well, the boys probably weren't as quiet as what Dave thought before the game because we got an earful before the game, <laughs> um, which... Probably we would uncle for while we were okay. <laughs> we were just easing into our work. Um, yeah, they they came out firing and scored the first one off a rolling mall. And I thought, well, oh, here we go again. Because they, they were sitting fourth, we're sitting third. And then the boys clicked. A um, couple of good line breaks. And, yeah, no, the boys clicked and we ended up running away with it. 44-15. 44 44-15. 15. Yeah. Um, who'd the Colts have? Uh, oh, actually, we had a... We didn't play last weekend because duck shooting, duck shooting season <laughs> opened. Right. Um, and Methman require very kindly played us on centenary weekend so they could have the weekend off for duck shooting. So that was well thought out. Yeah, no, it's well done. Uh, the ones went up to Hurunui and uh, played. Yes, they yep, did. Yeah, played in Colverton there. Um, Luke Romano's been playing for yeah. Hurunui when he hasn't been in the Crusader setup. How good. I love that. Well, not good if you're playing a game. No, absolutely not. No, there's 130 kilos of yeah. no thanks, mate. How good, like, just having bloody Crusaders back playing, back playing country footy, though? That's well, I think, awesome. I think they've got uh, Ben Fennell, and oh, yeah. um, he's going to back out there, and Tim Perry now as well, I think. Shit. So I think they're running a three, three Crusaders setup. Not bad. It's all about the hunting stuff. Yeah. And all those boys head out there. Yeah. Um, I remember Robbie Froen had a stint for Glenmark a few years back. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Who else has been? Um, Ethan Bloomfield, who actually played <laughs> a lot of his rugby junior stuff for Quilton, played for West Melbourne that day. I don't know. <laughs> and um, he was actually playing centre and was marking Robbie Froen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Ouch. think it didn't worry Ethan too much. He's a good country lad and yeah. doesn't really worry how big they are. He just gets stuck in anyway. Oh, good um, stuff. And yeah, the ones got up, had a good win there. Um, so, was it 36 to 30 or something like that? 39 33. So, um, that's good to see. They kept their playoff run alive. And then yeah. this week. Yeah, so they had uh, Oxford yesterday on the Oval. Um, had to win to make quarters. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and our Div 1 correspondents, yeah, obviously not with us. Something about a septic tank he's fixing up. Yeah, nice. On the other side of Christchurch. Such a loser. Um, yeah, so now the Div 1's got up yesterday as well. 22-21 over Oxford, so very close game. So they're off to Lincoln next week. Off to Lincoln next week. That's awesome. How do we end up playing someone who's in our grade? Like, in our side of, on our side of the draw? Wouldn't we end up playing... Uh, this is for producer Jordan here. Wouldn't we end up playing someone on the other side? Like, wouldn't that... It's a bit of a circus, really, isn't it? Well, they're playing, running, why are you running three pools? So how's this work? three pools with different amount of teams each pool, so... I mean, you do the math, mate. Yeah. But 
I don't understand it. How does it even work? Are you, so they take the top eight out of the three pools. Like they take the top two of each pool, and then the next best two teams. Wild card. Yeah, sort of set up so you get eight teams in the quarterfinals, and then they four and four afterwards. Yeah. Absolute circus. Absolute circus. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's mad. Um, but yeah, no, that's good to see that the boys have uh, that the boys have got themselves a quarterfinal against Lincoln, who we've. We've been on Centenary Weekend. Yes. There's been another great clash down there. It's going to be a different story this time because, yeah. um, you know, obviously not having Gus's 49th to get up for <laughs> and, um, and Centenary. So it's going to be another, it's going to be a big ask, but, you know, I'm sure the boys will get around that. And yeah. How the Colts go? Um, good, good. We are, we also had Oxford on the mm-hmm. Oval, so Kern Razor for mm-hmm. the, the, the big, big game. Um, yeah, boys got up twenty four to twenty one, so close one. I think we were sort of bit asleep that whole game. Like we just didn't come out firing as well as we could have. And we let through a few soft tries, too many missed tackles. Um, scrumming was shocking. The ref just didn't control that very well at all. Who was Much. Um, we had a lady ref and she was alright. Oh, she just yeah. didn't control that side. Dark of hair, short hair. Yep. Oh yeah, another one. Yeah, but um, no, she just didn't control that side of things very well much to Justin Thomas's disgust mm-hmm. he wasn't happy um, Justin but, Driver Justin Driver sorry where did I get Thomas from Thomas Tank Engine maybe thanks <laughs> um, <laughs> no but um, no it was good from the boys and yeah we probably spent the last sort of 10 minutes um, defending and then got the ball with 2 or 3 minutes to go and boys got the job done so you didn't show up to a training all week <laughs> yeah and you still made the team. Yeah, so... That's saying something about how much that team needs you. Oh, and how many minutes did you play? Uh, zero. <laughs> <laughs> Spent 80 minutes on the bench. Um, yeah, no, I had... was a bit crook earlier in the week, so I took Tuesday off and then forgot that I was working Thursday evening. So I ended up having to work Thursday. And then um, Toddy flicked me the message that I was uh, filming the game on Saturday. So I was like, oh, sweet, that's all good, fair enough. And then... 10.47 on Friday evening, Derek Todd, you're playing tomorrow, kit up. Um, lucky I wasn't on the piss because I had to, plenty you? on that Friday night and I just decided against going out, but that could have been very rough. Kia ora, producer Tane. Um, I've actually just asked Tane to come in because uh, I heard from a couple of sources during yesterday's game that Tane was getting real lippy. Lippy? Do you want to elaborate on that a wee bit? part of the game well, all of it mate <laughs> tell us what was going on out there were they getting to you actually you were getting lippy I remember now they weren't getting to me no uh, it was more of us getting to them <laughs> there um there's a few instances there where the uh, the props oh it was the tight head prop wasn't he he was just uh, yeah. talking shit like out of context and he just started scratch on a scrap like every time the scrum got reset like, I don't know what was going on yeah, no. it was absolute front row club sort of stuff yeah, I, I don't really know what's going on as well yeah you know, and then on the back line just, <laughs> just standing out there trying yeah. to keep warm while the forwards can't see the scrum yeah, exactly <laughs> and then you there just started a, giving it to the, uh, the opposition prop yeah, there was a bit of a uh, incident that had happened yeah uh, I think it was just after the half where uh, our first five Cody beat a meter the ball and then got a late hit quite late very late very late and then uh, I didn't see what was going on from after there but apparently the old Rainish brothers yeah. were going at this guy yeah and then with our, uh, Liam Hatchell yeah Liam Hatchell <laughs> come along and um, I, I mean, can't imagine Liam getting into a fight 
<laughs> you, saw, you see the man, he's a good looking <laughs> specimen. Yeah, yeah, apparently old Liam Hatchell gave him a few. Yeah. And yeah. I heard Derek that. Todd hated it. Oxford hated it. Brad Ness loved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Ness, man or myth? Um, myth. I heard that a reliable source told me that you did see Cody get late hit. Uh, I, yeah. And instead of like helping him out, you actually kept running, pretending that you didn't see it. So sweet. What's going on there? Serious. Uh, no, that is incorrect. Actually, uh, he gave me the ball. Yeah. And I had the ball in place. Saw him get late hit out of my peripheral vision. Yeah. Thought nothing of it and continued to keep going. Oh, just that. Yeah, Jeremy reckoned that you were running away. Nah, man. From Jeremy, mm. the fight. No. Are you a pussy? Yes. Shit. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks for joining us, producer Tane. Go back to your bedroom with your girlfriend, mate. Oh, say good day to Michaela. Tell her to come in if you want. Rough. Um, yeah, but no, the boys got up. Um, back to my eighty minutes stint. Yeah, the um, I didn't train all week. I was tight rugby. The backs were going pretty good, and I was meant to come on at the sixty-minute mark, and then it was the sixty-five-minute mark, and it was like, oh, the boys are good. I don't want to. You know what happens sometimes when you bring someone on, and it just. You know, changes yep. that team chemistry a wee bit if it's working. So, now nah, I went over to Tommy and was like, nah, mate, like, if you don't don't feel like you need to put me on, boys are going good here, haven't trained all week. Yeah. You make the decision, Derek Todd. Tommy needs no encouragement with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone knows about not being needed or not being used by Derek Todd, it's Jordan and myself. <laughs> yeah. so we went down to Methven last year for a game and we're up by about 30 or 40 odd points. And it's my First of one game back since my knee. And I thought, sweet, we're up by 30. I'll get a, about 20 minutes here. And he, Toddy walks down the bench to me and goes, we're just going to hold you for now, Geordie. <laughs> I think about five minutes to go, I got on the field. What was, what was the end score? 71 something. They <laughs> <laughs> so got about 20 points in the end, I think. But yeah, it's it was, it was pretty fair. I, got, um, I actually got shoulder tapped at the bridge. Uh, on a on a Saturday night about ten o'clock and I was juiced and Toddy goes, Good work today, Rube, but we won't need you next week. Uh, and, wa- and walked away. Thanks, mate. Thanks, uh, mate. I'll have another one. <laughs> oh heck. Um, um no, twos. Go to the twos? We yeah. missed the twos. Yeah. Oh. Don't go to the twos. No, oh, well, we will. We'll touch on it. Um It was it was quite a Quite a ding dong battle that first half, three 0 the halftime score. Um, Fords don't like it, but as far as I was, I was concerned, that's footy. Three 0 you know, it was a lot of D both sides and a lot of attack. And um, second half, like I hate to say it, but Kyle Jamison come on and opened it up, um, nice. kicked a couple of penalties, scored a try. As he does. Um, as you don't. Yeah. Hey, I've scored one this year. Producer Jordan, so there's a rock, and Producer Jordan's about four metres offside. He's seen it in their back line. That's they pass the ball to him, he turns around and runs and scores. Claims an intercept. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> yeah, it was awarded. I was onside to be fair. I rushed up pretty quick. Well. well I don't know. Offside. Thanks, mate. <laughs> try the try. Um, and we were up 23-0. Uh, sorry. Yep. Yeah, 23-0 with 10 to go. 10 to go. Um, Emptied the bench, which I don't think he had anything to do with it. That was just, you know, we had all the boys were on. Ross. And um, Diamond Harbour started throwing passes that shouldn't ever be thrown and shouldn't ever be caught, and they were all being caught, and they just 
started to run away and we found ourselves short on every every side they went to and they yeah. dotted down a couple and then um old mate kicked the kicked the conversion in the last last play to win the game 24 23 so um tuesday's gonna suck yeah but that's right the boys got rollerson next week um oh, yes yeah and yes. We, all, we all know what that means for mitch he, oh, uh, i hate rollerson <laughs> Can I, um, we're just going to take you to the junior club just quickly. Uh, yeah, the under nine blue team yep. beat Rolleston Gold 80 to 20 yesterday. So big shout out to Prebleton under nine blue uh, out there on the junior fields, uh, 80 to 20. That That is good stuff. Um, oh, yeah. look at that too. Under 10 white, uh, 55 to 10 against Rolleston under 10s. <laughs> um, yeah, and then Rolleston doesn't really have a senior club, so... <laughs> Oh, that's good. Um, we'll go to the nature segment of the third half right now. So let's have Penguin Fact of the Day. Penguin Fact of the Day is actually there are 17 different species of penguin and all are exclusive to the Southern Hemisphere. There are no oh, penguins yeah. in the Northern Hemisphere. Is that because they have to like, swim too far to get north? Or? I don't know. I don't actually know how ge- geography works. but I don't know. I googled it. That's what it said. Sure. I, didn't, I didn't ask why. That's interesting, isn't it? But all penguins are in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, well, um, into the next nature question. Uh, who would win between a dinosaur and a warthog? Um, probably a dinosaur 13-8. Yeah, that's absolutely. Uh, dinos getting up 13-8 on Friday evening under lights down there at Pilton Oval. Uh, yeah, I was down there for that one too, mate. I actually feel a wee bit sorry for the uh, West Melbourne <laughs> hooker because he had about four lineouts in front of our stand and you know, I was... All the boys are sitting there, and again, the lippiest Noel Atano was there, <laughs> just giving it to this poor guy, and he couldn't throw it straight. At one stage, they didn't even jump; they no one knew what was going on. He just threw it, and Dave Campbell went up at two and said, "Thanks very much." <laughs> um, there was about a minute left on the clock. They're under the pump. They're trying to get down. Then they need to score. They're down by five. Uh, we're lying out in front of us. We're yelling and screaming. Line out jumpers don't know the call. The hooker doesn't know the call. He no. just biffs it. Uh, Dave Campbell goes up, wins it, and the hooker took his mouth cut out and started walking off the field. <laughs> He'd had enough. That is rough. Yeah. Um, that is rough. Poor old Liam Ryan, mate. He played 60 minutes and saw the ball probably three times come off, and probably the first play after he came off, they scored in his corner. His wing replacement scored in his corner. Wow. Poor old Liam. How, how many years is that now he hasn't scored? <laughs> Has he scored a try since he's been here? No, he hasn't got a competition try ever. Oh, no. And he's been here, what, probably six years, seven years? Must be. Longer than that, anyway. Mm. Yeah. I was actually having a think earlier in the week the last time I got player of the day. Um, and it actually took me back to under 10s <laughs> <laughs> and why horror. Um, yeah, that one really shook the confidence. Um, I scored on a hat trick that day. I think Jesus. I haven't scored three tries since then. Um, <laughs> must have been a great day in Waihora. I don't know what was happening there, but something good was in the water. Yeah. When was the last time you got player of the day, Julie? Oh, you're cursing years ago now. Three or four years. That's all right. Ran over Matt Rogers. That's all I did. <laughs> nice. Never nice. got held by like 60 points, but. You got player of the day, so. Thanks, uh, exactly. Um, um, where are we? Um, 18s. 18s went down to Methwin. Yesterday, um, and actually went down 
to the Mid Canterbury under eighteen Alps side, so I presume that's a combined combined team. Um oh mate, Hurmur, Harry Mayo was Her-mur. not playing. He was running the waters yesterday, so I didn't actually elaborate with him why he didn't get a run yesterday. Must be under an injury cloud potentially. But Yeah, I don't know. Rotation. Yeah, or rotation. Or, or Blake's force rest or something like that, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't surprise me if it's Hurmur. Yeah, but now nah, seventeen ten, that's close. Um six sixteens. Yeah, mate, they've They've been under the pump a wee bit. Um, they played a, which was I, I watched last week Southridge and they yeah. were a very handy Southridge team. Um, the Prairie in six was trying to start fights a lot. I thought in that game. Oh, that was actually my brother. Yeah. Um, I don't tell you what. I guarantee he's had player of the day a few times since you last had it. Oh, you know, I taught him. I sort of handed on my knowledge. Um, you know, and he took that and threw it out pre- and carried on with what he pretty was doing. Hum- pretty humble type, you know. Pass on my knowledge and. Yeah, you know, I get him those places to those places. So, mate, he's a good footballer, actually. Your brother, he's uh, should go away. way. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> needs, a, um, needs a haircut. He does need a haircut. It's fair. Um, but yeah, they got a tallying up last week. Yeah, ninety think, points yes. to five to Southbridge. Um, That's rough at under sixteen level. Very good Southbridge side though. They, they were. They yeah. were a great Southbridge side. Yeah. And then this week they went to Wahora on Wahora's club day. Yeah. Uh, steering down the barrel of another tough one, and yeah. they come away with a loss again. But twenty four fourteen, that's much better. You can be happy. That's an acceptable loss. I yep, hundred percent. Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah, sure. The coaches will be happy with that one too. That's a yeah. No, that's okay. I've been thinking, um, just for the next event that the third half will present, and I'm thinking, uh, under sixteen girls versus under sixteen boys under the lights one night. Oh. That would be incredible. Oval. After the what I saw from that 16 girls ta- uh, game yesterday, they will give those boys a good run for their money. And it will be good for both teams. Yeah, I, yeah, I, um, oh, Latrell Mitchell's injured for this um, uh, Roosters team. And it's good because I hate Latrell. I think he actually just caught one of the nuts. And speaking of nuts, um, Jordy Barrett copped a huge blow. Ooh. I didn't see that. Um, it was uh, who was that? It was Jordy Barrett and Altiti Black both going for the ball, and they literally both caught it at the same time. Like both took the ball to the ground together, and Altiti Black's knee just went straight into Jordy Barrett's oh. nether regions, and oh, it looked uncomfortable. All of New Zealand felt that one. Oh no, he's, he didn't even take a knock. He's oh, he's hurt himself doing the big the big dive, the big look at me dive that yeah. leggies do. But. Yeah, I hope he's like done forever because uh, I cannot stand him. Groins are such painful in- injuries. And watch here, like does the dive that was not needed. Yeah. Nah, he's no good. Get him off. Have you ever um, received treatment on the groin from a physio before? Uh, no. I have. It's different. It wasn't Kev though. Yeah, it was Kev. It's all right. Yeah, but it's just different. It's Real bit of a weird place. Bit of a weird place to get touched up and treatment on and yeah we'll move on from that one um just looking at the rest of the results from the rest of the club um notable mentions under 13's got up over Leiston 36-12 it's a handy under 13 team that yeah I think from what I know yes shout out to uh Chris Grosner actually he's been on my case about getting this next uh podcast out so the uh champ it'll be here yeah apologies for the delay on that one um 10 reds 70 to 40 over West Melton. Uh, we'll leave that one out. Jesus. Um, yeah, and that'll do for the results. Um, nah, pretty good weekend all around from the club. It was a good weekend. Um, 
Yeah. Um, while, we're, while we're here, speaking about the junior clubs, um, the third half is proposing that we focus on team of the week um, for the remainder of the year, with the under-16 Royals being our team of the week yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you feel like you should be Prewilton Rugby Club, the third half team of the week, uh, then please get in contact with us uh, down on the sidelines, uh, in the club rooms. On, on Instagram. Instagram. Third half one. Uh, third half one at hotmail.com. Yep. Uh, you and can get in uh, touch with us and we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll come out and see you and talk to the team and yeah. do a wee bit on you. Um, and even if you don't want to be team of the week, we will find you. Um, <laughs> we'll find you at some point. So, yeah, it doesn't really matter. You, we'll, we'll get you. Exactly. We'll get you. Exactly. Um, oh, another honourable mention this week, actually. Uh, the third half brought up 200 followers on the Instagram account. Humble, humble achievement, uh, but very happy with it as a collective. Um, so big shout out to our 200th follower, uh, Ruben Clutterbuck. Yep. Oh, on your rubes. Yeah, good on your rubes. Whoa. We're at 222 yeah. right now. I think that's probably after our emceeing at the ladies' night last night. Um, we, I think we picked up a few last night, didn't we? We did. I th- we just go, yeah, look at it. One day ago, yeah, plenty. We, we got one. We got one since ladies' night, and that's Dallas. <laughs> 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 um, no, we, one day ago, though. That was, yesterday was one day ago. Was it? No, because it's 18 hours. That sucks. We picked up a few, actually, after um, being there with the under-16 yeah, girls. Yeah, so, that's good. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I guess it's a bit of a win-win doing the team of the week. Nice. Um, but, yeah, thanks for that, Ruben. Thanks for your support, mate. And um, flick us a message on uh, the third half one on uh, Instagram, and we'll send you a prize. Absolutely. Um, do we have anything else to offer? I think we're, we're 41 minutes through here. Oh, uh, that's it. Yes. Uh, Benny's Barber. Benny's Barber Shop. Sure if you've never been, you know what it is. He's actually running a rugby 08 competition. Oh, rugby 08. Now, I'm sure if you know, you know. But this is. This is huge. This is big. Yep. Um, I'm going to have to dust up the old PS2 and have a bit of practice because it's been a while. Mm. But uh, I actually. Rate myself a wee bit on the old rugby. That's right? good. I haven't played for bloody years, but um, I actually remember my first post I ever made on Facebook. I got Facebook. Probably I was probably eleven, maybe younger, maybe ten. I um I actually found some petition website and I made a petition for EA Sports to create rugby eleven. Um, you know it was a long time between drinks between rugby eight and unfortunately it's actually never eventuated. They need to. I don't know why they don't. There's a market for it. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that got 13 signatures on that petition. Uh, probably myself. I probably created a few accounts to make <laughs> sure it gained some traction. Um, um, but no, have a look on the Facebook page and get involved in that. It's um, it'd be hell of a do. Yeah. Who is who is your favourite player on Rugby Eight? Like if you can remember. So a bunch of oh, when Jack Miller, Brad Ness, and I used to play the Tri Nations a lot. Nice. And obviously. Whoever got the All Blacks had the upper hand. Yeah, absolutely. And it was always a race for South Africa. Yeah. I frothed Percy Montgomery oh, at yeah. fullback. So <laughs> that star player. We would always, there would always be some sort of challenge or whatever to be able to pick first. Yeah. You know, and knowing my place in us three, I knew that I was never going to, uh, I was never stronger than either of them. 
So what if it ever come down to something like that for the first, I'd let them battle out as hard as they could. Nice. And just happily take second. Good. And I'd always take South Africa. And you have Habana out there. Yeah. I think you could play him at centre in the game. Yeah. And you had who are the other wingers? Reckon Pulsar on that. Yeah, Pulsar. Pulsar. Yeah. Oh, how good. Um, you had Francois Stein in there. Yeah. He can kick a ball. Mornay staying on the bench yeah. in his early days. Uh, but yeah, it was unreal. That team you had like Schalt Berger and all those oh. boys. Yes. All the boys just put in massive hits. In. Yeah. Um, but that that all back oh. side's hard to beat. Those were the days I missed there so much. I think Carter would be my favourite yeah. player in that game. I think I like Percy Montgomery because I'm pretty sure he had pretty similar sort of kicking stats to what Carter did. Mm. But he had a better running game as well. You could actually run with Don't old Purse. Don't you slate Carter. No, never. Never. It's got to be Hefler. The guy you get in that World League. Oh, oh how Hefler. good was the World League? <laughs> yes. How good was the World League? Oh, oh bloody hell. Oh, my God, I'm going to go home and see the PS2. <laughs> yeah. um, I think I gave it to my cousin, eh? I'm going to have to go bloody re- reclaim that one. A bunch of lads once, we had a we did a draft on Rugby Challenge because you can make a team. So we all drew a card and we've got the highest card, got first pick. And so we all went through and we had to like, we all wrote down our teams and then made our teams and had a, like a little comp. Nice. Um, and I actually drew the highest card and first pick was Carter. That's good. Um, and it was actually quite cool because yeah, you had you know what you wanted second and then all of a sudden someone takes that yeah. and you're scrambling yeah. to you know, make your pick. It was actually, yeah, I'd, it'd be quite cool to do it again actually. It would be. I actually um, knocked my brother's first tooth out <laughs> after a rugby 08 battle there. Scotty was losing and he could not handle losing and we six year old Scott just started bloody abusing me physically like started hitting me and shit I was like no I'm not having this <laughs> so I gave it to him and then he gave it back and I threw the controller at his mouth and it knocked his tooth out um, I'll never forget the classic and it was a real Brad Ness move this one <laughs> um, you what know, not coming out with the boys because he's with his missus yeah yeah that, okay. that. he didn't even come out when he didn't have a missus but it was like Kick to win the game, and he'd pit pause as the bar fills up on the kick, <laughs> and you'd miss it coming back or going oh. up every time, every time, Bradness. Or when you have the winger and you'd run up, turn around and do a loop, and the defence like sort of skips out a wee bit, and you can just run around, and we'd always agree. All right, no pausing, and no doing that loop. As soon as Bradness got down, a eh, rolls out the window, doesn't matter anymore. I'm a myth anyway, so I'm going to do it. And he did, oh. and God, it would, Jack would get angry. Bloody I'd get angry hell. as well, but I couldn't do anything about it, because yeah. that beat me up, so. Absolutely. Um, but no, hey, look, Rugby 08, get around it. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to head home now and actually play the World League and get Heffler back in, because he's a hell of a player. That's good. I think we got club night coming up. Club day, sorry. Imagine if we ran a wee Rugby 08 tournament down at the club that. rooms. Yeah, up on the projector. Imagine it. I'm just thinking that. All right, stay on tuned. The, on the next show, we're going to come back to you with some more details on a rugby awake night. That's good. That is very good. Right, I'm going to sort this out right now. All right, thanks for joining us, team. Uh, we'll be back on time next week. So uh, in the meantime, thanks, thanks mate. mate.